Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. As always, I'm your host, David, and you're probably wondering why there's a random midweek uh, episode. And this isn't really going to be like a full-length episode. This isn't like, um, I'm not counting this as a full episode, which is also part of why I'm doing this on a Tuesday instead of Monday, like normally. But um, someone asked me, uh, a listener, asked me a question that I thought was really interesting, and I wanted to kind of just share my thoughts on this. And because I don't think this is going to be 30 minutes um, of material, that's why I'm going to go ahead and post it uh, kind of midweek and it'll just be out there for you guys to see what you think. Um, so anyway, this this person was asking, how do you explain paganism to someone that doesn't understand what that means? Um, I think kind of pagan and witchy spaces and spiritual spaces can kind of become an echo chamber sometimes, especially online where we're kind of just, yes, we might disagree and we might bicker and things, but we are for the most part among uh, like-minded people, at least in the general sense. So I think we can take for granted um, the, we can take for granted the fact that people we're speaking to know what it means if you say, that you're a pagan, that you're a witch, that you're a polytheist, that you're a reconstructionist, that you're a so on, so on, etc. So this question of how do I explain my spirituality, my paganism to someone that isn't familiar with that terminology is a really important question. So some people think this is a religion, some people think that it's not. Um, there's also the misconception that paganism itself is a religion uh, on its own right, rather than um, a word that describes many different religious traditions and spiritual traditions. So this is going to be challenging to break down this information, but I'm going to try and break this down in a way that I think makes sense and in a way that I think will be helpful to you explaining this to like a casual person that doesn't necessarily know all of the jargon that we use uh, in kind of pagan spaces. And I think a lot of people that ask this, um, they are probably curious, but maybe not the most religiously literate. And I think that what they're really trying to ask is kind of what we believe, what we do. But the frustrating thing can be that oftentimes, especially if you live uh, in the United States or in just in the West in general, is that there's an assumption that you either believe in the Christian God or you believe in nothing. So my first impulse is to like hand them books to read that have been helpful to me um, and kind of understanding things. But um, probably if they're just a casual person that's asking you what paganism is, they're probably not going to want like your book recommendations. They probably want something that's like a short bite of information that they can just quickly hear and understand. So for those that might be in situations where someone just kind of wants a quick, simple answer of what paganism is or what it means to be a pagan, I kind of broke this down into three really simple points. So the first point is pagans see divinity as comprising many different beings, be they gods, be they spirits, etc., that consist of all genders, not just one male god. Point number two pagans see divinity and the rhythms and cycles of nature. We don't celebrate that, of course, all in the same way, but there's the phases of the moon, the changing of the seasons, etc. 
and three, um, we have a kinship of sorts um, with the practices and beliefs of the people that practiced pre-Christian beliefs. So obviously that's really short and it doesn't really have a whole lot of room for nuance, but that's just a really quick and short way to briefly explain what paganism is in general. Um, obviously that's not doing it justice in its entirety, but for people that maybe want a longer conversation instead of just, what is this? Tell me right now. Maybe they, they're fine with like sitting down to have a cup of coffee and talk about it at length or something. Um, this is maybe how you can explain paganism to people who are genuinely curious, um, especially if they maybe have some inaccurate and some unhelpful assumptions about what religion is and is not. So I think it's important in conversations like this to make this point that um, Christianity is not the standard for all religions. Um, the only religion a lot of people know, though, is Christianity, especially in the West, especially in certain parts of the English-speaking world, right? They think religion equals Christianity. If you say that you're religious, they're going to assume that you are a Christian. Um, with that being said, it's also probably going to be Protestant Christianity, especially in the U.S. where I live. And this type of Christianity has a huge emphasis on like the authority of the Bible, um, the importance of believing the right way. So when someone that comes from this cultural background, when they ask us about our religion, they're probably, the first thing they're probably going to ask is, well, what do you believe? Or, you know, do you have a book or like a Bible or something like that? So I think in all of that, what people means, what people means, what people mean is what is, what do you do? What do you believe? And obviously you could go into a lot of different stuff and that will vary based on what you practice in particular, talk about your gods, you know, divine in nature, sun, the moon phases, the land, the ski, the sky and the sea, the spirits of place. Um, you could probably describe your daily practices, how you connect to your beings, your gods, your ancestors, um, etc. But I think terminology aside, um, people that ask us these things that, that are not um, religiously literate, so I think when someone who doesn't know much about religions in general ask us these questions, they're just going to assume that the goal of any religion is going to is to end up in a good place when you die. So they're going to ask you, what is paganism? What does that mean? What do you believe? How do you go to heaven? That is kind of the mindset of the casual onlooker that wants to know about something but doesn't necessarily have the religious vocabulary to ask appropriate questions or relevant questions rather. Because you'll hear people say, like, for example, they're like, oh, well, Buddhism's not a religion because it's not theist, per se, or things like that. And you even see it in academia, unfortunately. You'll see, like, anthropologists, for example, and other social scientists kind of describing certain beliefs and practices as being superstitions rather than um, religions outright. I will say that most social sciences do better than that now, but that was definitely a thing they did kind of well into the 20th century, for sure. Um, Another important distinction, too, when you're talking to someone, just assuming that they're coming from kind of a Western background, they're probably going to be uh, Christian of some sort. But Christianity itself is not a monolith, right? There's Catholics and Byzantine Christians and Baptists and Methodists, Anglicans, all different kinds of Christians that are all part of Christianity, but they believe and do very different things. So 
the first thing that people need to learn is that religion is much broader than what they might assume that it is. So another point to raise is that religion is oftentimes more about what you do and who you are rather than just what you believe. Belief, of course, has a place. Um, it's obviously a very important part of things as well. But for most people historically, and still today in many parts of the world, religion wasn't just, I believe in this God or these gods or whatever, and I don't believe in these other things. Religion was more about what you do and who you are. And of course, what you believe is important, but what's more important is what those beliefs actually motivate you to do, um, especially how they motivate you to live in harmony with the natural world and with your fellow humans, right? And religions can give us a sense of that. Um, many pagan, fa uh, pagan paths, excuse me, will tell us that we weren't placed on the earth by a transcendent sky man, that we are from the earth, that the earth is our mother, that we're part of one nature, that we are not separate from the divine, the divine is not separate from us. So even though paganism and Christianity are very different, um, I think a kind of a common way you can kind of bridge that gap in conversation is like, hey, paganism is not just one religion. It's not when we say pagan, it is in a scripture, many different religions. So even though it's not quite the same, if someone says they're a Christian, that still could be very vague, right? It's like, are you Catholic? Are you Methodist? Are you Baptist? Are you et cetera? And then paganism, it's like, we have a lot of stuff lumped together in one category. So it's like, are you Wiccan? Are you heathen? Are you some sort of uh, Greek polytheist, etc. So that can be a jumping off point too. And you can kind of talk to them about that and say, hey, you're a Christian. What kind of Christian are you? Well, this is the type of pagan that I am. Um, so paganism is like Christianity in the sense that it has many different variations. And um, from the religious studies approach, there've been a lot of attempts to kind of define paganism, but the consensus really is that it's too broad of a category to be defined. Paganism is not an institution. Um, it has centers of movement. It has ideas and concepts that people gather around, but it's not a monolith, right? So the researcher, John Hillstead, he came up with the idea that paganism has four centers. And then others have taken this idea and kind of expanded on it. So there's a post of his from 2014 called The Four Centers of Paganism, and it describes in depth um, and links it to other concepts. So each center of paganism is a place, so to speak, where people find the divine, however they understand it. So one center is nature-centered, one is self-centered, not like in a selfishness way, like meaning it's uh, the core of that practice is individual-based. There's deity-centered, meaning gods and other beings, and then one is community-centered. So basically, he's like the four really broad uh, kind of ways you would categorize paganism is, is it focused on nature? Is it focused on the individual? Is it focused on the community? Or is it focused on deity or deities? So nature-centered pagans find the divine in nature. Their primary concern is going to be the natural world and the relationship that humans have with the natural world. They might believe in deities, they might not. Um, this would kind of include pantheism, animism, shamanistic traditions. And it's the idea that everything is not a thing, but a person, and that we can relate to non-human things 
as people, plants, animals, rocks, places. Um, and this type of paganism is going to have a very strong respect for science and very strong concern for the well-being of the earth. The deity-centered pagans find the divine in many different gods. Their primary concern is going to be forming and maintaining relationships with those gods, as well as other spirits. So angels, spirit guides, land spirits, the fae, ancestors, etc. So this is going to involve a lot of devotional type things, giving of offerings, worship, prayer, meditation. The self-centered pagans, which I hate that it says self-centered because we hear self-centered and think that it means selfishness, but uh, I will say the individual-focused pagans, rather, um, they find the divine within. Their primary concern is to make themselves stronger, wiser, more compassionate, more magical, so they can be of greater service to the world and to the greater good. And then community-centered pagans will find the divine within themselves, with their family, their local communities, and their primary concern is going to be maintaining a harmonious relationship uh, with those around them and with preserving sacred traditions. And this will often sometimes as well include um, ancestor veneration. And of course, when we're discussing these four centers of paganism, these are very broad categories still. So um, obviously there's going to be some overlap and borrowing and blending along that as well. So all of this, when you're having, you know, conversations with someone that's asking you about paganism, especially about your paganism in particular, because we can't define paganism as a whole, but you can define what it means for you. So there are many gods, there are many spirits, there are many communities and individual peoples. Um, and you have to explain that. Like, do you view gods as archetypes of symbols? Are they psychological? Do they literally exist? Are there many of them? Are you an omnist? Are you a polytheist? Are you a hard polytheist, a soft polytheist? All of this stuff. Um, and those are things specific to you that you can kind of explain when you're having these conversations. So if it were me, for example, I would explain that, like, I'm a literalist. I believe that the deities literally exist, that I'm an omnist. I believe that probably most deities exist uh, in some form or another, though I obviously don't have relationships with all of them. I would talk about the devotional aspect I have with my deities. I would talk about the Lady of the Moon. I would talk about the Horn of God. Um, I would talk about my work as a medium, even though it's not directly a pagan thing, but for me it is. Um, so I would talk about the Fae and land spirits and spirit guides and um, angels and saints and things. I would talk about the gods I have relationships with. I would talk about Odin and Freya and Saraswati and Ganesha. I would talk about Isis and Demeter. Um, and that's mo those are my examples, right? I have very particularly strong relationships with the Lord and Lady of my tradition. And there are other deities, of course, that I worship and have work with on a regular basis. Um, and that's the more meaningful part of that spiritual aspect of my life, right? So this is, of course, what I am saying for my answers. But I think when you talk about kind of those points that I hit, you can build a good foundation to have a meaningful conversation about paganism with someone in a way they will actually understand, even if they're not like familiar with the vocabulary we use a lot in pagan spaces. So recap, because that was kind of a lot of rambling, but um, I would say important points to hit that you can hit. Christianity is not the standard for all religions. Religion is about what you believe, yes, but more importantly, it is about what you do and who you are. 
And if you want to break down the four centers of paganism, you can. So nature, self, deity, and community. And then I would just go into personally in your own practice, what is paganism to you? And I think that's a really good foundation to have a meaningful conversation. So um, thanks for listening to me. I know this wasn't like a planned uh, expected episode, but I think it was a good conversation and a necessary conversation to have. And hopefully it will give you guys some resources to have some good dialogue. But um, that's all I have for you guys. And I will see you all next time.